And welcome, Home and Podcast listeners, to another special episode of the podcast. Today we have another interview with a former uh, member of the cast of Home Improvement. Today we've got uh, Courtney Peldon, who played Randy's girlfriend Lauren for seven episodes on the series. So we have a lot to talk about with Courtney. We talk a little bit about how she got the role uh, for Lauren on Home Improvement and how that role kind of evolved from the first episode uh, to the last episode that she aired with. We also talk about her first on-screen kiss, which was with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and we talk about many, many more things. So hope you enjoy this interview. start at the beginning uh, of home improvements for you. So we just were curious about the audition process, what that was like for you, you know, what else was going on with your career at that time when you when you joined the home improvement cast. Sure. Um whew, <laughs> gotta gotta think way back. My goodness. <laughs> um I you know I I think I was fifteen, I wanna say, when I, I first did the show. So by 15, uh, well, I started working in the industry when I was about uh, three back in New York, and mm-hmm. we had moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, a couple years previous, I, I had done a show prior to Home Improvement, then my sister was on a show, and it just sort of moved us out there. Um, so we were definitely living in L.A. at the time. Um, I Yeah, I remember the audition process being uh, with uh, Deborah Borilski, who was just she she was the absolute queen of Disney at the time. I mm. adored her. She's a she was a, a casting director that um she's just uh, she was incredible. Very very helpful to actors and had a great experience with her. I'd read for her a number of times. I think my sister Ashley had it as well. Uh I don't remember the audition process as being all that unusual overall. The I do recall going to I guess what the final uh, final, final callback was and uh, coming out and there were maybe two or three people in the room and casting coming out and saying, okay, you know, a decision's been made, we're going to release all of you. And I had not even stepped into the elevator when my agent had called on the phone and was like, okay, it's yours. So, <laughs> And that's, that's unusual. Usually it, it takes a little bit longer than that. So I, I remember that being pretty cool. Yeah, you must, uh, you must have nailed it then. <laughs> well, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. It's, it's right. kind of the same in every business. <laughs> Second question may or may not have an answer, which is a good way to preface, preface any question, I guess. But um, So were you drawing on anything particular for the, the character of Lauren? Obviously, it's a teenage girl kind of similar to your age at the time. But did you have any kind of influences or anything you were drawing on when you kind of went to those early days of sex? Well, it's interesting. The way the character originated was definitely this sort of tomboy, not interested in boys. Uh, you know, the the daughter that Tim Allen at the time had never had. You know, he finally had a a kid that was in the house that was really into cars, like he was, and complete opposite of who I was innately mm-hmm. at the time. I was very girly, into boys, uh, princesses, anything Disney, just very not who the character was. So, um, you know, we didn't have the internet as we understand it today at that time. So I couldn't just go on and Google a bunch of stuff and figure things out. You know, I, I remember I talked to my dad. I talked to some of my friends. I uh, I read some magazines that had cars, you know, all about cars to sort of <laughs> learn about 
so at least when I said things, I could sound like enthusiastic and like I knew what the heck I was talking about. Um, but that, you know, that was about it, but it's interesting. And I, I find this a lot, you know, I know we'll get into where my career is now, but even today with the actors that I work with, you know, just because something starts one way, if you become integral enough to a show, the writers, the, the creators, the producers, as they get to know you, you know, and you're not just somebody coming in for two seconds reading and them going, oh, they look right, they act right, perfect, you know, they really start to know who you are day in and day out on a set, they start to write for you, and that happens more often than not, and I remember as the character evolved, she did soften, she got very girly, she worked at the newspaper, she was not, you know, <laughs> running around to car shows, you know, it was, yeah. it was definitely an evolution of the character, and, and I was really happy to to sort of see where they took it, you know, as opposed to where it was initially, which, well, fine, you know, we're actors, that's what, you know, that's the last time I checked, you know, you're supposed to pretend to be something you're not, so it was an opportunity to to, to step outside and, and do something a little bit different, um, and I played a lot of those cheerleader, kind of airheaded, silly, girly characters already, so this was definitely a departure at the time. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned, uh, you know, about the car stuff because we're, you know, we're in season seven now of the show. So we're, we just had the episode where uh, you guys are like fishing and at the, you're up near like, you know, northern Michigan and all that kind of stuff. And I completely forgot about you being like a car girl and whatnot right. <laughs> so long ago. So yeah, that just right. kind of speaks to the the evolution that you were talking about. So that's, that's <laughs> definitely interesting. Um, but getting back to that first episode, to, to Burning Love, that was the first episode that you appeared in. What do you remember specifically about, like, the first the first day on that set? Um, you know, what was what was it like meeting Tim Allen on that set that day or Jonathan Taylor Thomas or, or any of that stuff that comes to mind? I mean, it, you know, any time I – I had been – a professional working actor for so many years at that point. I mean, the very first movie I ever did was Angel Heart with Robert De Niro and Mickey Rourke. So, you know, I, I kind of, I was used to being around, you know, well-known people. I just, even at the time, even being, you know, 15, I, I knew I, I enjoyed or preferred working in very professional environments with professional people. So I knew coming on to this set that, you know, Tim was obviously going to be funny but very professional uh, I had heard that Jonathan was very down to earth and you know kind of a pro and you know those boys had started really young so I think it was more walking in and already knowing this was a well-oiled machine it was you know people that knew each other it was a smooth operation from day one um, I just I, I I didn't have you know the oh my goodness I'm meeting you say I just I didn't have that because and I don't to this day because I've grown up around it all of my life and that doesn't take away you know I I have very deep respect for certain you know professionals in my industry but it's it's more that I'm always in awe more of the professionalism and the way the operation is run as opposed to who I'm quote unquote getting to meet if that makes sense mm -hmm. definitely yeah uh, so kind of. Years although, years. although I will admit, okay, I'll I'll admit one thing: <laughs> getting to see getting to see Earl, <laughs> Earl, uh, w you know Wilson, getting to see Earl's whole face. Okay, that I was excited about. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, something yeah. nobody was privy to besides you guys. <laughs> yeah, no internet, or not like we understand it today. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> they weren't funny. catching him at the mall at the time. So. <laughs> no. 
But you know, under- I was four when I did that movie yeah. and they, okay. their names meant nothing to me. <laughs> My mom had to tell me who they were. <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. That's what we want. Uh, in general, so you were in seven episodes spanning over uh, several, uh, a few years. Do you have a favorite, uh, or rather, do you have any just kind of fond memories from the show overall? Just any specific kind of days on set or moments behind the scenes that kind of stand out to you just in general? Um, yeah, I mean, I remember one time there's a, uh, I, we were doing a scene, I think I call Jonathan a jerk in the scene and then walk away. I'm like mad at him over something and he climbs into a locker and closes it. And that's kind of the end of the scene. But what people didn't see once they hit set cut, he stayed in the locker and started singing Lion King songs, which, you know, was obviously something that was very, very uh, popular, certainly at the time and now as well. And the whole audience went crazy. And it was, you know, it was a really, he he was always much more private as a person, Jonathan. So it's funny how he didn't like walk across the set singing Lion King songs, but when he was sort of by himself alone in the little, you know, locker mm. thing to, to start singing. And I think it was a, a treat for the audience. Um you know, we played, uh, I remember there was a, a roller hockey thing, because at the time, obviously, we were all minors, so they had gym for us outside on school days, and uh, and I remember Zach and, and Taryn and, and I all going out and doing the, the roller hockey, which was very, you know, nice, and, and certainly something that was nice as kids to still have that hour to a day where you felt like a kid, and then, you know, you kind of go back to work. Um, I just, you know, I remember the moms kind of hanging out backstage, and, and I was really, uh, I had spent the first, I think, season or two, I was very close to Taryn. I thought he was uh, a sweetheart, and, and then I got to know Zach a little bit later. I think when we all went to Michigan, we spent quite a bit of time uh, hanging out. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, again, it was one of those environments you walk into, and there was no, I, I don't, I, I'm trying not to, <laughs> I, I don't want to curse on your, on your program, but no, there was no, no messing around. It was, it was all, you know, it was very well handled and very tight and, and not a lot of downtime were just hours while they sit and do rewrites and nobody's happy with the scripts and, you know, you hear all cra- kinds of crazy stuff and that just didn't exist then. So overall, it was, it, as far as being memorable, it was memorable as one of the most professional environments I'd, I'd spent time in. Well, that's good. That's, that's definitely what you want, like you said. Um, think, thinking more about your time on screen uh, and maybe your memorable lines or memorable moments as the Lauren character, do you have anything that sticks out as like uh, just like you're never going to forget some line you delivered or a scene that you were in or anything like that? Well, Jonathan was my first on-screen kiss. So, oh. um, yeah, so I would say that was that was probably fairly memorable. It was, yeah, I had never... I'd never kissed on screen before, and when we, uh, he had, I believe, in, in a movie previously, and when we both got the script, we were like, all right, we're going to do this, and, you know, they didn't, it was interesting, because I didn't know how they were going to handle rehearsals, and if the first time we kissed would be, like, in front of an audience, and, you know, it, it just, again, you got to be in the mind of a 15, 16-year-old, obviously, mm-hmm. if I was doing it today, you know, you wouldn't think about it, but back then, you know, he was, I think, even younger than I was uh, by maybe six months or a year. And, you know, just the idea of of that, you know, it's 
essentially kissing a stranger. You know, he's very friendly, a lovely guy, but I didn't know him. And, you know, for the first time in front of an audience would have been very daunting. But no, they they actually had us do it, I, I believe, during some of the rehearsals. So by the time we were, you know, in front of the audience, it was like, oh, kissing this guy again. You know, it was it was good. So that was memorable. And uh, and then I think getting to work with my sister, you know, over the years, it, we had done it kind of on and off, but uh, anytime we, we got the opportunity to, it was kind of a treat. So she actually played my sister on the show in the episode of Michigan. And I remember that being really nice because we got to travel out there with our dad. And it was uh, it was a good experience to get to work with her. And it, it happened all too rarely. Awesome. We're both from Michigan. so uh, Oh, very we, nice. <laughs> we appreciate the beauty of the state, definitely. Um, do you have any kind of relationship with the the cast since the show ended? Or do you stay in touch with any of the, any of the folks in the show at all? Um, you know, in touch today just has so many different levels. You know, we, sure. I'm connected to some people on social media. I'm not all that active social media-wise. I tend to be much more private. Again, it's more the era I grew up in. It's just not... You know, and I, I have a son myself, and, and to know the, the world that he's coming into and, and his whole life is basically going to be online, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy to me. But, uh, but the, the sites that I am on and, and the uh, um, things that I am active about, I do stay connected to some people. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a different kind of connection. And, you know, I have to say over the years, I, I, I worked on a lot of shows. I did a lot of film work. I, I've, you know, I lived my whole life in this. And... It's a tough it's a tough thing to do. You know, every it's it's a very close, very familial um experience when you're on a set with people and then once that disbands and you go about your lives and you go to different sets or you find different professors, you go into different things or you meet different people, it's hard to to kind of keep that those real relationships going, but I do try to stay connected when I can. So kind of shifting gears, so this is a little bit different. Uh so we like to try to do something. It's, I say it's a speed round, but there's no rush on anything. But uh, kind of just going through uh, some certain credits from your career, if you could sort of, I don't know, reflect on them briefly or just share any sort of memories that come to mind. Uh, does that sound does that sound okay to you? Sure. <laughs> okay, all right. It'd be funny if you said no. Okay, so starting with the Alan Burstyn show in 1986. Sure. Uh, I think I was five. It was my very first series. It, uh, Megan Mullally, I remember one of my scenes was with her in her early, early career. Um, yeah, I, I I remember that specifically. She had helped me learn about how to hit marks on, on a set, and she was very nice about it. But I was five, so <laughs> my memory is uh, maybe a little fuzzy to the rest of it, but I do remember that was the first television show I had done. Okay. Uh, Little Giants, which is a movie that is, uh, Jordan and I are about, I think, ten years younger than you are, but a beloved movie for our generation. <laughs> Uh, Little Giants, a very, very hot summer spent outside in a wool sweater. Um, I remember the boys teaching me, Devin, and and a bunch of the boys teaching me how to play Dungeons & Dragons. Um, It became a a passion of mine for a while. Again, pre-internet, not everybody sat on their phones backstage at the time. (laughs) A lot of moms around, um, one of two girls essentially on the set all the time, so a lot of, of attention. And uh, overall, you know, again, very, very professional environment, really good experience. But uh, just remember being very hot for very lengthy periods of time. 
uh, it's funny that Dungeons and Dragons we played on the movie kind of principally about like football and, and jocks and stuff. That seems a little it's interesting to me. Um, <laughs> Tom and Huck uh, in 1995, and I was wondering, and I guess I did send you this question, but did you meet Jonathan Taylor Thomas on that? that no. Episode, no. Okay, okay, so this is this is one of those common things that have sort of followed me throughout my career okay. and. It's it's a weird thing. So I was not in Tom and Huck. I didn't meet Jonathan. I w- is that the movie, though? Because I, I don't have it in front of me. Is that the movie with Brad Renfro? I think it is. I think it okay. is. And if it is, then that's kind of where that all originated, because it somewhere, is, is somehow, with, with yeah, yeah, okay, so somewhere, somehow, in the in the burgeoning seed that was the Internet, somebody somehow put out there that Brad and I had been together as boyfriend and girlfriend and all that and we had never even met <laughs> as a matter of fact i only met him briefly once before his passing and and that was years and years and years later so i think it was more the connection between me and brad renfro which did not exist and that's how that all came about but no i did not meet jonathan there Damn. Well, right. you, you can't, you can't believe everything you read on the Internet. Is what I'm Absolutely wondering. not. And I still, to this day, I mean, from you guys and from other people, I will still get asked that question. I'm just like, no, and it was based off of a rumor that did not happen. Stop <laughs> asking me. I thought I was being really clever, kind of picking up on You were, you just, were. Just like everybody else. Uh, okay, transitioning. 2001, uh, say it isn't so. Uh, my first nude scene, I believe. I think that was the first time I had done nudity. Uh, it was 19. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, I could go through a, a litany of stories there, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know, great, obviously, great scene, great great people to work with. Movie wasn't well received, and that's okay, but it was, uh, you know, I, I had never shied away from the idea of doing nudity. I kind of I think at the at the time, as a young woman in the industry, it was just sort of those things of, like it's not an if, it's a when. And when this came up, mm-hmm. and obviously in a big budget feature, um, my agents at the time, everybody was behind me doing it. And yeah, I, I was not concerned or anything. I do remember some discomfort with the enormous nipple ring attachment, uh, <laughs> and not not when they were on, but having to take them off. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, it was a it was you know. Just one of those. I, I, you know, I am proud of it. <laughs> I thought it was it was very funny, but uh, you know, it, it's it was bound to happen at some point, and it happened there. So there all right. <laughs> uh, so Entourage series. I mean, I, I hope I'm right in this series pilot in 2004. Yes. Uh, so opposite of Little Giants, uh, w- I remember being extraordinarily cold for hours and hours and hours. Uh, we filmed in the middle of December, maybe it was late November, December, in an open pool, uh, freezing to death, all of us, all of us freezing to death in the hills somewhere, and it was just very, uh, very, very cold. See, I have a lot of sense memories with, with the things mm-hmm. you're asking me about. Yeah. Um, nice, you know, again, very lovely cast overall. I I had remained in touch with Jerry for, for quite a bit after, um, sweetheart. And uh, there, there had been scenes. You know, I haven't seen it. I don't even think I saw it when it premiered. When the, when the show, I mean, itself premiered. I remember there was a scene um, that they had shot where we actually get picked up at the premiere, and then we were in the limo, and I have a lesbian scene with a girl, and and again, I don't know what made it in and what didn't at this point, but um, but then we're we're at the pool later, and I just remember it being, uh, you know. 
I, it, people weren't as familiar with HBO at the time, even as an mm-hmm. actor. I certainly wasn't. You know, I was right. doing little uh, home improvement on, you know, Disney ABC. It's like, what, what are you talking about, HBO? What is this? You know, and it was, but obviously having Mark Wahlberg's name attached to it, everybody knew that it was going to be of a certain, you know, quality. And uh, and it was it was an interesting first episode to be a part of and to sort of see where the, the series went from there. Definitely, yeah. I mean, long, definitely <laughs> a long, long-running show. Uh, yeah. So Deadpool, sort of uh, different sort of work with the next two, uh, Deadpool and, and Spider-Man. Yeah, Deadpool, Spider, uh, voiceover, voiceover work only. Um, not, you know, obviously Spider-Man, it was the video game version, so it was just obviously being a voice actor and, and doing voiceover work for, for both. Uh, so I don't have a huge amount, unfortunately, to say about okay. either. Um, but I do, I mean, I know you didn't have, uh, uh, you know, there, I, I know this is for, for breadth of time, and I understand that. But, yeah, unfortunately, those those being voiceover jobs, I don't have a huge, huge when did, uh When did you start doing uh, or moving into voiceover work? When did that sort of start? For you? you know, it's something I'd always kind of done. You know, it had been peppered throughout. I think I did my first, I was like 12 or something. But I had okay. done voiceover work back in New York. I was the voice of a Cabbage Patch doll back in the, you know, late <laughs> 80s. So, I mean, I again, it's one of those things that you, you know, it had always been done, but pre-IMDB and pre all of this stuff, you know, you weren't going to put that on your resume. So it's, you know, for, for film and TV, I mean, so it just wasn't, it, it really only started being something that people would put out there about my, my involvement once the internet, as we understand it is, has been here. But certainly I, I believe I'd been doing that pretty much all of my career. All right. So, so we've kind of gotten to Courtney as of today, like what, is there anything <laughs> that you're currently working on any more voice acting that you're going to be doing um if you have any other like home improvement memories that we haven't really touched on we we'd obviously love to hear about those as well sure uh okay well i'll start from kind of where i'm at now um okay. i i am uh, i'm in los angeles i am very happily married with a 3-year-old little boy named sebastian uh, my husband Brian is not in the industry, but in a very interesting other industry. So uh, he is he is amazing, my best friend in the whole world, and love of my life. Uh, my folks are are here. We're all out in Los Angeles. Uh, my mom is actually my mom Wendy is a talent manager, and she and I still do work together to this day. However, I am the director of theatrical at a talent agency called Aqua Talent here in Los Angeles. I run the film and TV division. I work with adults. It's all film, TV, and all of my clients are actors. As uh, kind of coming through the industry, I think I sort of landed in a really good space where it works for how I think, who I am. I feel far more confident and comfortable and like me being in this position in the industry than I ever did as an actor. I'm very grateful for all of the experiences I ever had. But I think for who I am innately, this is the, the business end is a, a really, really good side for me. So I'm extraordinarily happy doing what I do here. Um, as far as uh, what else can I tell you? Um, 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 oh, you asked about other you know work. I you know I, I'm not sure if you saw online or, or whatnot, but uh, some really good friends of mine who were producers, uh, they had worked with Sci-Fi Channel and a few other uh, channels over the years, and they had created a sort of sister to the Star Trek universe uh, world and asked me to be a part of that. And 
the agent in me got to package quite a few of my clients into it. And I was able to, uh, you know, to get quite a few of my clients' work. And then the sort of flip side of that was to make a cameo appearance in it. So uh, covered in blue paint <laughs> and white wig and and very revealing uh, costume, I uh, I went ahead and did uh, did one of those for them. So that was uh, that was kind of an interesting experience. But you know, obviously, I don't have the time as a working mom to to actively pursue all of that but if anything comes my way I'm always happy to to take a look at it and then as far as anything else anything else I can remember from home improvement you know I I just I I come away from certain experiences uh, you know as as a former child actor certainly and recognizing where you know your your time and effort is respected on a set and where it's sort of discredited and you're sort of the necessary evil, which is what I think a lot of young people in the industry tend to feel when they're very young and coming up in a very grown-up business. But that was definitely one of those where, you know, I remember um, maybe it was the very first episode and Tim kind of takes my hand in one of the scenes and it was just something that we improv together right there on the spot it made it in everybody was really happy with it it wasn't in like a weird creepy way like it would Mm -hmm. probably be you know concern would be brought up today but it was just in a very genuine you know in the moment and I just you know it was one of those sets where you just felt like if you all just worked together something beautiful was going to come out of it and you know I've been on sets where like I said there's like constant rewrites and nobody's happy and there's infighting and there and I just I'm sure that did exist I'm sure it did you know but I the times that I was there and what I was privy to it was just a very comfortable easy working environment I I think Tim ran the ship really well I think the producers did a great job you know, the writers were, were tight. It was just, it was a different time. You know, it's hard to explain to people today, but the 90s and, you know, it was just for television, it was such a golden era and you had so many amazing products coming out of this formula at the time. And, you know, things have changed and evolved and not for the better or worse. It's just, you know, the way things are. But I, I will forever miss sort of the three camera sitcom feel formula of the 90s you know i don't i don't know if we'll recapture that exact thing ever again that's really interesting um yeah this is this has been great courtney we really you've had a <laughs> you've had a fascinating career uh and yeah this is uh, really appreciate you going turning the clock back a little bit and talking home improvement <laughs> and some other things uh it's been really i really i hope stuff. it was i i'm trying i was like racking my brain what else could i but you know it's it's like I think about how long ago it was, and you know mm-hmm. that's like twenty plus years, and I'm trying to to remember certain specific instances, but the things that that stuck out i I hope I was able to get across for you guys no <laughs> was I, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I think you did a great job of recapturing some of those moments, so uh yeah, we really appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. I'm glad we we're able to do this, and you have a good one. Yep, you do take care bye bye. Okay, that's it for this episode of the Home and Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this interview with Courtney Peldon. If you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reach out to us on Twitter and Facebook. Our website's thehomeandpodcast.com. Remember to go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll be in your feed next week with another episode of the show. So talk to you then and take care. <laughs>